Welcome to the SpeechWorks podcast, conversations on communications. And we are here to help you connect with your clients and build relationships that build business. I'm Marilyn Ringo, communications coach with SpeechWorks, and joining me is Joey Asher, SpeechWorks president. Hello, Marilyn. Hi there, Joey. Today, we are going to talk about one of the most important things when it comes to making a presentation, and that is limiting the number of key points. Without a doubt, one of the most important things you can do to improve the impact you have with your presentations is to be focused. And, you know, before we even begin, I think it's important to understand the basic philosophy of spoken communications because it's a different kind of animal, really. And it's not something that we really sit down and think about. A lot of people, when they sit down to create their presentations, have all this information. They've done all this research. They've got all this scientific data. And they have this sense that they want to just put that all in front of their, in front of their listeners. And hopefully that, by just <laughs> the sheer weight and volume of the of the, of, the, of the information is going to persuade them. But in fact, it's just the opposite. In order to be effective, you really need to realize that this medium is actually a very limited medium, that there's just a certain number of points that you can make that are going to be successful in getting across to your listeners. And the people that are really good at this realize that the medium is actually very limited and that in reality, even in a pretty long presentation, you can only make three or four points mm-hmm. to be effective. I think a lot of people show up and throw up. They the just old- show up. <laughs> Absolutely. They just show up right. and they got all this information in their head and they just decide, I'm just going to dump it all in front of my audience. Also, uh, so many people somehow equate a written report with doing a presentation where they're really two different things. Um, my background is television and, and TV journalism, and, and in journalism, it's a very conversational medium. It's very precise. It's, it's, it's concise. It's energetic. It's to the point. And many times when we do a story uh, for, for television, it's done in maybe a minute and a half or two minutes, yet we get three essential points out usually within one of those stories and it's the same kind of idea here with presentations that's exactly what we say in our workshops actually is we say that the key is really to make no more than three listener focused points in any presentation you're really not going to be successful at getting out more than three points you're really not going to be successful at getting your listeners to remember more than three points so don't make more than three points I mean, one of the things that we do and we sit down with our clients and they're sitting out there with all this information they're about to create a presentation one of the things that we mm-hmm. say to them is look let's realize that your listeners are going to forget the overwhelming majority of what you're going to say. <laughs> They're going to forget virtually all of it. That's great. So you need <laughs> to really remember helpful. that you need to be real disciplined in deciding what is it that you really want them to remember. So that's the idea. That's sort of the basic philosophy behind communication is this realization, this recognition that spoken communication is just a limited medium. Yeah, it does, pe- it does some things well, but one of them is not getting a lot of details, a lot of, lot of data across. That's exactly right. You're not going to get a huge amount of data to really stick in people's mind, but you can. You're right. It does some things very well, but it, what it does well is it, it does big impressions well. It does a few main ideas mm-hmm. well. It does stories well. It does personal intensity well. But what we're talking about here is it just does a few main ideas well, and it doesn't handle lots of detail well. And I think that very fundamental idea is it's very difficult for people to latch onto. They don't want to give up all that hard-earned information and all of the knowledge that they have in their head. They feel that everybody's better off if you give them all that knowledge. 
Well, we're in a world of science. You know, this is a this is a scientific world we live in. This is a world of, uh, you know, you know, people forget, you know, how much the world has changed over the over the centuries. You know, in ancient Greece, the the you know, the highest scholars, the greatest scholars, Socrates and Aristotle and Plato, they all studied rhetoric. You know, that's why that was the most important, the, the, the most sophisticated, uh, highest educated people would study, would study rhetoric. Nowadays, when you uh, go to Harvard, you can't even find a public speaking course in their course catalog, at least for the undergrads. And but you can, think, you can learn how to, to build a website. You can learn how to build a website. <laughs> you can learn how to do all sorts of scientific analysis and data and data delivery. But you still ultimately can't learn how to speak in a way that really persuades. And that's what focusing your message on a few main ideas does. So that, that is basically the philosophy of spoken communications, very fundamental, important philosophy. And, and I think <clears throat> when you can focus on those simple points – that simplification really leads to being much more persuasive. I think that that is absolutely right. If you think about it, if you put yourself into the shoes of your listener and you're talking about some complex topic, let's say you got 20 minutes to talk about how a computer system works. Now, if you put yourself in the, in the shoes of your listeners, you have to realize that there is no way in that 20-minute time frame that you're going to be able to get your listeners to truly understand all the information and detail that they need to know to truly operate or run or understand this computer system well. So you might as well not really try. What you really should be doing is telling them what are the three or four key things that they really should be thinking Mm -hmm. about. And if you can boil it down to those few key things, you're actually going to connect better with those listeners. And by connecting better with them, you're actually going to, be, you're going to actually persuade them better. That, um, that reminds me of uh, one of our clients that, that we worked with. Uh, it's a software, a key software uh, client based here in Atlanta. And uh, they essentially had software that they were selling to clients, and they had all sorts of technical uh, things that you know help to make it go. That you know there are all kinds of processes involved in in the, talking in about the all the bits and bytes and, yeah, and all, all the, that you know the technical all of that. complexity. But ultimately, and they were completely sure that their technology was far superior than uh, and it, than, it, it than probably than, is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but ultimately, they had to decide on really what are the key things that this listener is interested in, and they came down to well, it's it's about automating your manual processes so that it will uh, reduce risk and save money. So it's automating, automating processes. Reducing re- risk and saving money. And they really had to winnow out and cut through a lot, a lot of technical detail to get it down to that. And, and ultimately, that's what, that's what their listeners needed to hear and wanted to hear. In fact, uh, the sales, I think, we were told... Uh, shortly thereafter, the sales have increased by twenty to thirty percent since now, they started not, doing that. And we're that. not telling—we're not—we were not telling them, by the way, that they can't go into some detail. Right. I mean, they can definitely do that, right? Right. Detail, detail in a way that shows examples that show successful results, perhaps. Uh, detail when they are asked. I think Q and A certainly brings up a lot of opportunity to bring in that detail that you need to bring in and absolutely. that they need to hear. Yeah, absolutely. People can talk about some of the detail, but what we're really make the point that we're making is remember that they're not going to re- your your listeners are not going to remember all that detail. And so you need to decide what is it that you really want them to remember and focus on those things. So simplification really does lead to more persuasiveness, um, and 
all of that is, is really comes down to leadership. Yeah, and what we mean by leadership is this. Most of the time, your listeners have a lot access to a lot of the information and data that you can provide to them. And in fact, a lot of times they have read through it or they may have read through your PowerPoint slides or read through the briefings that you've sent them in advance of the meeting. And now it's your job as somebody who's getting up and giving a presentation about all this information to help them decide what's most important, to really focus their minds on what are the few things that are most important for them to really understand what is this all about. And to our mind, that's what leadership is about. That's really helping them understand what's most important. You know, when we talk about this, this always brings me back to my journalistic days, too. Essentially, it's, it's very, very similar to what we as journalists do, and that is to gather all the facts, look at the information, and then boil it down to the, to the, to the key factors that the listener needs to know. You know, and it's sim- you say it's, it's similar to uh, when you were a journalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my prior, one of my prior lives was as an attorney, and it is the same thing. You know, we would write these briefs for the judges with all of our various arguments as to why they should uh, find in favor of our client versus our uh, opponent's client. And we would have all those briefs laid out in front of the judge, but when we come in for the oral argument, we wouldn't go through every single argument that we'd made in the briefs. We would say, okay, judge, you've read all the briefs. This is the stuff that's most important. And to our mind, that's what leadership is ultimately all about. It's making people, it's helping people understand, look, this is what it's ultimately really all about. These are the few two or three core messages that we really want you to take away. But, Joey, how do you do it? (laughs) How do you know? It's all well and good for us to say, get it down to three. Let's, let's, you know, focus on those three key ideas and three simple points or listener-centered points, but how do you do it? Well, there's a couple of little techniques that we use. The simplest one is simply to, to take a sheet of paper and write down the 10 or 15 points that you think you have to make in your presentation. You write them all down, write down, list them all out, and then turn the sheet of paper over and then ask yourself, all right, if I'm going to assume that they're going to forget most of what I'm going to say, what is it of all of this that I really want them to remember? And then force yourself to come up with three bumper stickers. What are the three bumper stickers? Something that'll be able to fit on the back of your car. Absolutely. On one half of your bumper. (laughs) Three three simple bumper stickers. I mean, the classic ultimate simple bumper sticker is from the famous uh, O.J. Simpson, Johnny Cochran summation. (laughs) He said, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. He took the entire, you know, six months of information and boiled it down to that simple, what I like to call bumper sticker, that little mm-hmm. phrase, if it doesn't fit, you must And that's acquit. what people remember. And that's what people mm-hmm. remember even to this day. Uh, so basically, if we had to recap everything that we just said now, uh, you know, what are our three things that we have to say about the fundamentals of uh, doing a good presentation? Number one, have um, be aware of the philosophy of good spoken communi- communications. People are not going to remember everything you say, so you have to be very disciplined in, in picking out those points. Yeah, it's a limited medium. Number two, simplicity leads to persuasiveness. That if you say it, uh, it implies. If you say it simply, it implies that you're under control. Absolutely. You're really showing, by, by saying it simply, you're building, you're making your audience think, hey, these folks really have it under control. I may not understand every single little piece of what has been said, but it makes them think, ah, they've got it under control. And ultimately, it is about leadership. 
you have to make a decision as to what is the most important thing, and you need to make your own, you need to decide where do I want to lead my audience, what do I want to make them think, and then make that decision and take them there. Well, let's be simple and get out of here right now. Then <laughs> got to our points, and uh, we will continue on with our conversations on communications and some future podcasts. We're going to be talking about things like how do you start out effectively? Do you start Do you start with a joke? Sure. Do you tell a joke? How do you make good eye contact? <laughs> and all kinds of other fun things. We'll How do you tell about. a good story? I don't know. We'll find out in upcoming and future SpeechWorks podcasts. Until now, until then, I'm Marilyn Ringo. And I'm Joey Asher. Thanks for listening. <laughs>